0: But before we get into today's episode, I'd like to thank our sponsor, Anchor, for sponsoring today's episode. And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, now, today's episode's gonna be mainly football focused, because there hasn't really been much news, uh, surrounding the NBA. Uh, just some minor injuries, um, and just the games have been being played, uh, and more Ben Simmons drama, but, uh, nothing new to report there. So, today's episode is just m- mainly gonna be about, uh, the NFL. So, starting with our first topic, uh, Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield are expected to play, uh, on Sunday against the Steelers, which is some good news for the Browns since they were, lo- uh, they did miss Nick Chubb, uh, on Thursday's game against the Broncos. Um, and they still did pretty good. Uh, especially with Case Keenum and De uh, Ernest Johnson. Um, and then Baker Mayfield's able to play again, also missing the Thursday game. Um, uh, and I think it's a good job by Case Keenum to fill in the spot, and he did a good job at that. Uh, they were able to get the win. And now both of their star players are gonna be able to be, uh, back and play this game against the Steelers, which is a pretty big divisional matchup. Uh, So this one is an important game to play. Um, Even though it may not be uh, the hardest game to play, it is important for their seeding in the playoffs and in their division. Um, But very, very good news for the Browns uh, with Nick Chubb and Baker Mayfield and some more news that happened this past week uh the Jets traded for Joe Flacco um this is before the trade deadline which ends uh on November 2nd I believe um the Jets traded away or yeah the Jets traded away a fifth or sixth round pick sorry but it's a conditional sixth round pick so based on Joe Flacco's time Uh, with the Jets, or his playtime with the Jets, uh, this could be a fifth-round pick for the Eagles. Um, And the Eagles do need some more draft capital, especially with how young their team is. I do think they really need to build up that young roster, so uh, getting a fifth-round pick is a pretty good idea for the Eagles, especially getting... Up, you know, trading away a player that wasn't playing much and that might not play much for the Eagles in Joe Flacco, and they have Gardner Minshew still as a backup who has proved that he's at least decent. So, um, and he's still pretty young, so he can back up Jalen Hurts uh, pretty well, I think. Uh, so Angel Flacco is heading over to the Jets, and this is after Zach Wilson's injury. So. Uh, who knows how well Joe Flacco will play. It is gonna be interesting to see if he does win the starting job. I mean, which most likely he will, since they did trade for him, but, uh, I think Joe Flacco is a pretty good pickup for the Jets as a stand-in quarterback, uh, just until Zach Wilson comes back. Uh, now some more news around the league. Uh, Miles Sanders has been placed on IR because of his ankle injury, uh, and this was some bad news. He did get carted off. Uh, I believe in uh, the on Sunday's game against the Raiders um, and this is just regarding his ankle he uh, earlier this week he was said to be a uh, week week to week basis but it does look like it's a more serious injury and they do have him on IR uh, which means that he will be out for at least three weeks now going over the Saints versus Seahawks uh Monday night game. This was a really good game. Uh that it was a lot it was low scoring uh than I thought it would be. It was really low score. Um and I thought, you know, they would be scoring touchdowns back and forth, but uh their defense proved to be really good. Uh I did have the Saints defense on one of my fantasy teams and I was losing so I really needed the Saints to win and they did come through especially Demario Davis on the Saints defense he had a, a career day he he was doing really good he was all over the field he was getting past deflections inter almost interceptions interception sacks uh tackles for loss uh and he was all over the field um for the Saints on Monday and the Seahawks uh again they look like they still have some issues, especially losing Russell Wilson was a key part in their offense. Um and I did see a stat after the game, uh, since they are 0 and four, uh, at home. And this is the last time that happened they were uh two and fourteen and right now their record is uh two two and five, I believe, or two and six. Uh and I mean maybe that's just stats, but the Seahawks are a really good team so uh, I do think they're going to pick it up sooner or later they do have the Jaguars in their upcoming schedule which I did predict them to win that game so uh, maybe that's a pickup game for the Seahawks there to uh, start their with their motivation uh, you know to win some more games maybe especially you know with Russell Wilson being their best player on their team one of the best players on their team uh, it's really hard to you know, kind of transfer over to that and do, put in Geno Smith and then he's gonna magically do well. I think, you know, you, ha- you have to get some time in with him and Tyler Lockett and him and DK Metcalf who are two really good wide receivers, uh, which haven't been doing that well. I mean, DK Metcalf uh, has picked up uh, a lot more, uh, catches and, uh, targets now that Geno Smith has been in, but Tyler Lockett has been getting less uh targets and receptions since Geno Smith has been in. So, uh maybe if they get some more uh diversity with the ball placement, I do think the Seahawks could do really well. Uh but this game overall was a really good game. Uh it was a close one. Um and then the Saints defense clutched up there at the end against the Seahawks uh, and were able to give the Saints offense the ball back. Uh and they ended up scoring and winning the game. Ivan Kamara had a really good game. Uh, with, I believe, 33 fantasy points. He had a lot of rushing yards and receiving yards. Uh, he was really good, especially after so far, like a, like a lackluster season, I'd say. Uh, from his point of view, he was doing really good last season. I thought he was gonna pick it up this season, but, uh, you know, it, it was going a little slow, but this game, he was able to pick it up, um, and he was doing really good against the Seahawks. Um, and, yeah, overall I say the Saints offense was really good. Uh they did have some hiccups with uh Traquan Smith coming back from uh that knee injury. Um and again, not having Michael Thomas was really bad for their offense, but uh they were able to you know get the ball going especially on the run game with Alvin Kamara. Uh and uh, Marquez it had a pretty good game, uh, two pretty good uh, catches at the end of the game against the Seahawks, uh, and just overall I think the Saints were just a better team uh, than the Seahawks, and that's why they came out with a win. Uh, now some more injury news. Uh, Khalil Mack will be out against the 49ers due to a foot injury, um, and he very well could uh hit IR which uh will be a really big hit on the Bears defense. Uh their secondary hasn't really been performing that well so far in the season. Uh, I'd say their defensive line has been really helping the Bears uh defense. So uh losing Khalil Mack will be really hard for them because he is a big piece in that defense and uh being able to get to the quarterback is a main part. So uh not having Khalil Mack will definitely hurt them. I I mean, they do have uh, Keem Hicks um, and Robert Quinn, who are two really good pieces, but obviously losing Khalil Mack is going to hurt the Bears' defense. I do have the Bears still winning this game, I believe, or the 49ers winning this game. I'd have to check my predictions. Actually I do have the 49ers winning this one. I do think that big hit from Khalil Mack is definitely gonna hurt the Bears. I think their defensive line is still pretty uh decent. They're gonna be able to keep up with the 49ers because I do have it um as a pretty close game, but uh it's gonna be really tough for the Bears to uh recover from that big of a defensive hit. Now with some more trade deadline news. Evan Ingram, uh, has been gaining interest from a lot of teams in the league. Uh, so far I've heard around the league that the Lions were interested because of their receiver troubles. Also the, uh, Saints, uh, also looking for receivers. And Evan Ingram, he's a tight end, but, you know, they, I think they, both, te- both of those teams really need, um, some receiving help either way. So, uh, Evan Ingram does look pretty, uh, you know, he does look pretty attractive to some teams. Um, and I do think he has a lot of potential. I just think he needs to be developed a little bit more. So I do think the Saints would be a better fit than uh the Lions. Mainly because the Lions just never really have that good of a development uh team, uh, for their young players. So I say the Saints would be a good good fit for Evan Ingram but uh I'm not too I'm not sure how many teams uh would or are uh interested in Evan Ingram so far that's the only two teams I've heard that have been interested in Evan Ingram I know the Vikings I heard uh somewhere around there but uh Evan Ingram uh, is a pretty good asset to have I just think that he just needs a a little bit of uh better development um and on a pretty good team and I think he'll do really good and regarding some trading news earlier this week, uh, Mark Ingram has been traded back to the Saints from the Texans. Uh, now Mar- Mark Ingram was drafted by the Saints for a long time and then, uh, they did end up getting Alvin Kamara. And M- Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara were a really good running back duo, uh, when they were both with the Saints. Um, and then, uh, Mark Ingram did end up leaving uh the saints uh for the Ravens, which he was there for a good two years and then and now he's with the or then he was with the Texans for about a year and then now he was just traded back with the saints and I'm not sure what the uh the trade uh conditions were um but this is a pretty good trade for the saints they're getting back some run game that they really need because uh, I don't think they should really depend on Alvin Kamara. And Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara were a really good duo. Uh, like I said, with the Saints earlier, or, uh, you know, earlier, or in before seasons, uh, they were really good. So I do think bringing that duo back could be really good, especially with Alvin Kamara being more experienced and Mark Ingram getting a little bit older, but he's more of a power back, which I definitely think they need. Uh... I think it'll be really good, especially in this league where you really need two good running backs. Uh, the Saints really, uh, came out and won this trade. Now, regarding some more injury news in the NFL, JJ Watt is likely out for the season with a shoulder injury. Um, and he's about to get surgery on that, uh, injury, which is why he will most likely, uh, um, be out for the rest of the season for the Cardinals. He was out uh, in the game against the Packers yesterday on Thursday, uh, which I will be talking about later in the episode, but, uh, a really big hit for the Cardinals, uh, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, J.J. Watt was doing really good for them, especially paired with Chandler Jones, so, uh, it is going to be interesting, uh, to see what the Cardinals were, will do on the future, Uh especially in this Thursday game that they did play, uh, you could see that he was missing from the defensive line, um, but, uh, JJ J. Watt being out for the rest of the season, he usually is injured. Uh, that was, uh, part of the m- main reason why most teams didn't really try and sign him because of the injury liability. Um, but he did play more than half of the season, which is, uh, good for him because he hasn't, uh, played half the season for the Texans, uh, in the past two years. So, uh, they got, a lot of effort out of him, the Cardinals wise, but, uh, JJ Watt is going to be out for the season. Um, and I think the Cardinals do have some defensive spots that they need to fill. Uh, now, some more trade news. Uh, the Steelers are looking to trade Melvin Ingram. Um, and I've heard that the Chiefs are interested in trading for Melvin Ingram. Uh, but the Saint, or the Steelers, sorry, uh, have been, uh, saying that they want to trade with, uh, any NFC teams before they trade with an AFC team, which is smart if they do make it to the playoffs, uh, and they trade with the Chiefs, um, uh, then, you know, that'll be tough for them, but, cause Melvin Ingram is a really good player, I was surprised that they're shipping him off after basically only half a season, so, uh, it is gonna be interesting to see if they do end up trading him by the November 2nd deadline, um, but, I mean, Melvin Ingram, he looked really good so far in the season. I think mainly the Steelers, uh, haven't accepted the Chiefs offer because, uh, the Chiefs don't have much to offer on that defensive line. And I do think, uh, the Chiefs are looking for some younger players on the defensive line. And the Chiefs don't really have young players. So, uh, they kind of have everybody that they had, uh, playing in the Super Bowl. So, uh, really the best asset that they have at a defensive line would be, um, Chris Jones, who's a really good player, but I don't think they're gonna be shipping him off for Melvin Ingram. So, I do think the Steelers are looking to, uh, shop for some teams that have some younger players and starting to build, a uh, younger defense in Pittsburgh. Okay, now, uh, going over the Packers against the Cardinals, uh, game that was Thursday or yesterday. Uh, this recording was on Friday. Um, so, um this game was really good. Again, a low scoring game than I thought it would be, uh, but really close game. Uh the Saints or not Saints uh the Cardinals keep uh I keep on saying the Saints, but the Cardinals played really good uh defense on that last stretch, uh, especially at the goal line. They got two goal line stops on the Packers. Uh the Packers had wasted all their timeouts during that drive before they got to the goal line, so they had, uh, you know, they had a delay of game. Um, and then they were able to stop Aaron Rodgers from getting a touchdown. They were again like, uh, th- it was fourth and goal, I believe, at this point. Uh, Matt LaFleur decided to go for the touchdown. Um, and they were, the Cardinals were able to stop him. Um, and then the Cardinals ma- marched down all the way to the field, or all the way down the field. Um, and they were running down the clock. And it was kind of concerning how low they were running the clock. I think they were at least trying to go for overtime. Um, and then he uh, hit A.J. Green on this fade route. And this is probably the worst. Uh Like, I've seen so many memes about it already. But A.J. Green goes up for a fade route. And he is blocking the wide receiver. Or not the wide receiver. He's blocking the defensive back. And I think he thinks it's a run play because he doesn't look back during this fade route because usually once you hit the DB you go off the block and then try and look back at the quarterback for the fade route and he just did not look back at Kyler Murray at all he didn't look back he didn't look at he didn't look back for the ball uh he just stayed on the block then he saw then Roswell Douglas plays the ball he hits it up in the air and then AJ Green looks so confused at this point um and then uh Roswell Douglas gets the interception in the end zone. Uh touchback and that basically seals the win for the Packers and the Cardinals are no longer undefeated. I believe their record is tied with the Packers now at eight and one. Um but I don't really know what the Cardinals are doing there. Uh or at least just A.J. Green. The Cardinals had really good ball movement, especially with running the ball. Chase Edmonds had a really big catch at the end of the game. Uh, Kyler Murray was doing really good running the ball. Um, and then just that AJ Green played that fader out. You, I don't really know what happened there. Must have been a miscommunication on his part, but, uh, the Packers did come out with a win. Um, uh, and it was a really good game though. It was a really good game to watch. Um, but I was rooting for the Cardinals to, uh, to win this one because I did predict them to win. Uh, but they ended up losing 24 to 21. And that'll be all for today's episode. Thank you for watching all the way through if you're on YouTube or listening all the way through if you're on Spotify. Uh, thank you, and have a great rest of your day.